Matthew 11:28. Come unto me, all ye who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus is calling you to come the way you are. My name is Ruth Osoro, and you're welcome to Abba's Word Podcast, where we talk about the Word of God, fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and faith to carry on. God bless you as you tune in to listen to new episodes every every other Saturday on Abba's Word Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Abba's Word Podcast. If you're an oldie, welcome again to a new episode. And if you're a newbie, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in and for choosing to listen to this. And I hope it blesses you. Before I get started, please remember that we have a social media account, which is at Abba's Word Podcast on Instagram at Abba's Word Podcast. And don't forget to send your um, prayer request or any suggestions you may have or any other thing to our email which is on our bio on our instagram page welcome again and happy new year to you this is your first time listening to abba's word i am your host ruth usara and today today we'll be talking about god's strength in weakness today we'll be talking about god's strength in weakness and have you are, are you that person that when you're like when, when you're with people when you're outside in public or when you just go about your day you're seen as strong you know you're taking longer hours to work you're you know getting things done on time you're just you're always you're always on the move you're always on the edge you're always there you know you're always doing things, get things done on time, and you're being applauded for that. And then behind closed doors, there is something you're struggling with. There is something you're always battling with that has been a struggle ever since you were born, or ever since you got into some some things you never liked. There's something that you're always struggling with behind closed doors that you cry yourself to sleep. That no one even knows except you. That you can't even share with other people. Are you that person? Today, God just wants you to invite him into your weakness. Into that struggle. Into that thing that you know this is where your weakness is at. This is where your weakness lies at. That no one else knows except you. So today, we're going to... um, a scripture in the new testament one of my um <laughs> favorite person from one of my favorite person in the bible paul we're going we're going to second corinthians chapter 12 verse verse 8 to 10 our anchor scripture is going to be second corinthians chapter 12 from verse um 8 to 10 so when you when you really read that that scripture from i mean second corinthians from from, from verse 1 down to verse 10. The beginning of the verse talked about Paul. Paul writing to the people in Corinth, the Corinthians. And Paul first started this um, particular chapter with um, boasting. And he, he, he went on to say, not boasting in ourselves, but in our weakness. 
not boasting in the flesh but in Christ Jesus because all we have is all he gave us and who we are is what he made us so yes you might be applauded for you know being promoted at work you might be applauded for being the most hard hard-working person at work or in your place of work or in your place where in a place where you always have your day-to-day activities where you spend most of your day you might be applauded for you know using your wisdom to tackle um um to choosing your wisdom to tackle um things or big um circumstances in front of you or using your wisdom for solutions and they come to pass you might be applauded for all of those things. You might be applauded for being a great teacher. You might be applauded for being a great coach, for being a great athlete, for being for being for being something exceptional, something great and something awesome. But inside of you, you know there is a weakness that needs to be given to God. There is a weakness that you need someone to talk to about. There is something. That same chapter, let's go to 2 Corinthians 12. Verse 8. Verse 8 says, Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. Verse 9 then says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. He said, My grace is sufficient for you. If we if we back up a little bit to verse 7. It says, or because of these surpassingly great revelations, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Paul is one of the greatest apostles in the Bible. He wrote to so many people. He wrote to people in Corinth, people in Athens, people in 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 the in the Philippines. He wrote to so many people. Right? He wrote to Timothy. He wrote to so many people. Paul was an apostle of God that God gifted so many revelations to. But because God was gifting him so many revelations, because the Bible says it says here in verse seven. That therefore, in order to keep me from being coming conceited, what does conceited mean? Conceited means in order to keep Paul from becoming proud, from having pride. The Bible says three things that God hates: a pride, a proud, and a lying tongue, and a lying tongue. God hates pride. So, in order for Paul not to become proud, then God decided. To give Paul a thorn in his flesh, not because uh, God is a wicked God, but because he wants to teach Paul humility. There is something that you may be going through in your life right now, and God is trying to use that thing to teach you humility. It depends on which way you you which lens you're using to look at whatsoever you're going through right now. Some of us, some of the problems we're going through in life, some of the challenges we are facing is not because God hates us. It's not because it can't be given to someone else. But why don't we change our perspective? Why don't we change our focus to see it from just um, God trying to punish us or something and change it to what God is trying to replace on the inside of us? Now, talking about God's strength in weakness, 
Paul then said in verse 8 of 2 Corinthians 12 that three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. Three times, what are you pleading to God to take you to, to, to take it away from me? What are you pleading to God for to take it away? Is it the sickness? Is it the addiction? Is it that challenge? Is it that class? Is it that work? Is it is it your boss? Is it your PA? Is it whatsoever it is? But God is saying, my grace is sufficient for you. Whatsoever that problem is, God's grace is sufficient for you. God's grace is sufficient for you. His grace is sufficient for you. Is with you in that problem. Is with you in that problem. He said his power is made perfect in weakness. Some of us have the weakness of, of, a loosed, of a loosed tongue. Some of us have the weakness of using curse words. Some of us have the weakness of jealousy. Some of us have the weakness of anxiety. Some of us have the weakness of, um, of, of, of thoughts, of so many things. And this is not who we want to be. But that is a weakness. And God wants us to invite him into that weakness because his strength is made perfect in weakness. Another version says, my strength is made perfect in weakness. The NIV version says, my power is made perfect in weakness. Whose power? The power of Jesus Christ. The power of God. The power of the Holy Spirit is made perfect in your weakness. God wants us to come to that state where we are really vulnerable with him. Where we are so vulnerable with him, just like how we can be vulnerable to our spouse, to our best friends, to our parents. He wants us to come into that intimacy with him where we are vulnerable. He does not want you to be proud. He wants you to come in total humility. He wants you to come in total humility. Pride is when you don't consult your father before taking steps. Pride is doing things on your own and not consulting God. Pride is making, th- making decisions by yourself, using your own wisdom to handle situations when you can just take it to your father. He wants you to invite him into your weakness. He wants to showcase his power in your weakness. He wants to use your weakness as a testimony to others. To show them that without the power of God in your weakness, you cannot overcome every weakness by the grace of God. Without the power of God, you cannot overcome every weakness. Without you vulnerable and being vulnerable and just going to your father and say, Father, this is exactly what I'm struggling with. This is what I want to change. This is my area of weakness. These thoughts are about to weigh me down. This addiction is about to kill me. This pride is about to take my life. This loose tongue is about to put me, get me into trouble. This addiction, whatsoever it is, this sickness, this attitude... He wants you to say it out to him. He wants you to say it out to him. Paul goes on to say in verse 9, he says, Therefore, I will boast 
all the more gladly about my weakness so that the so that Christ's power may rest on me. Let me tell you something. There was a time in my life I was going through a really hard phase, a really hard phase. And once I stumbled on this verse that said, Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. I had to stop doing things my own way. I had I had to stop telling God take it away and instead i began to say i will boast in this weakness so that christ's power may rest on me daddy this is my weakness i have nothing to do god this is this this is the weakness i have come into this weakness show me what you want me to do show me what you want me to see in this weakness you are my strength because your word says that my that your strength is made perfect in my weakness this is my weakness, Daddy. This is my weakness, God. When I began to 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 confess that weakness to God and to and I and I began to boast in that weakness and I, I and I stopped using my wisdom to control that weakness. I stopped using the, my own person, my own knowledge to control that weakness. I began to see a drastic change in my life. And because he did it for me, he can do it for you. Because I invited him into that weakness that, that, that almost made me lose my mind. He wants you to invite him into your weakness so that his power may rest on you and so that you may testify of his greatness. There is nothing else that can help your weakness except Christ. When you allow him to come into your life and you begin to he begins to transform that weakness into his own strength because you've decided to allow God's strength into your weakness. You cannot do things on your own. You have no power of your own. The Bible says, not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. It's not by your strength, it's not by your wisdom, but it's by his strength, it's by his spirit, it's by his power. There is nothing that you will keep doing by your wisdom that will bring a solution to that weakness you're facing right now. God is the only solution to that weakness. He wants you to invite him into your weakness. Right now the world is the world is is mourning. The world is is not happy. Some people lost their jobs. Some can't even feed. God wants you to invite him into that. He wants to be your strength. He said his grace is sufficient. Whatsoever you're facing right now whatsoever challenge that is before you god is saying and telling you today my grace is sufficient my grace is sufficient the bible says i will never leave you nor forsake you that's what he's saying to you today there is a reason why we all have weaknesses because if we don't god's strength won't be needed there is a reason why we all have challenges. Because if we don't, God's strength won't be needed. And how do you find strength? You find strength through the word of God. You find strength through prayer. You find strength through devotion. You find strength through worship. You find strength being while being vulnerable to God. 
open your heart to him like a like a child to a father like you're talking to a best friend who is that one person that you rely on so much in your life that you're so vulnerable to god wants you to be vulnerable like you are to that person he wants you to be open to him You can find strength in the word of God. Psalm 27 verse 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? He goes on to say, The Lord is the strength of my life. He did not say it's the strength of just one particular problem you're facing in your life. He said it's the strength of your life. Everything in your life. Everything. Everything that revolves around you, everything that, that rotates around you, everything that involves you, God is saying that he is the strength of your life. You cannot find strength anywhere else. You think motivational quotes and motivational messages that does not have um, the word of God backed up with it, that does not have the word of God on the inside of it can strengthen you. No, that is a lie. It is only the word of God that can strengthen you. It's only the power in the name of Jesus that can strengthen you. It's only when you become vulnerable to God and begin to invite him into your weakness, that is when his strength begins to show not motivational messages that is not with the word of God, that, that, that is not motivating you with the word of God. Second Corinthians 12 verse 9b said, Therefore I will boast, boast in that weakness. Yes, you are falling short of something. Boast in it that, yes, I know this is, this is my weakness, Lord. He wants you to come to that knowledge. He wants you to, he wants you to acknowledge that weakness. First of all, acknowledgement is needed. He wants you to acknowledge that weakness. And then come to him and ask him for help. God is your only strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And where do we find joy? In the Lord. And that sums up everything. That the Lord is your strength. Nothing else can be your strength. Not motivational messages. Not vulgar. Not songs with vulgar words on, in, in them. Only God is your strength. Only God is your strength in that challenge. Only God is your strength in your job. Only God is your strength in your school. Only God is your strength in that marriage. Nothing else is your strength. You need to start boasting in your weakness so that the power of Christ may rest on you. Paul began to boast in his weakness more gladly so that Christ's power may rest on him. So that Christ's power may rest on him. The power and strength of Christ will keep resting on us the more when we boast in our weakness. But the more we begin to boast in ourselves, Christ's power will keep departing from us. When you boast in your weakness, Christ's power begins to rest on you. But the more you boast in yourself, 
The Bible says, by strength shall no man prevail. It is not by your power. It is not by your might. You cannot fight at that addiction on your own. You cannot fight that problem on your own. You cannot fight that thing on your own, that battle on your own. You need to invite Jesus into it. God is telling you enough is enough. I don't want to see you cry anymore. I don't want to see you cry in the wrong hands. I don't want to see you tell your weaknesses to the wrong people. God is saying that he is the right person to tell your weakness to. He's the right person to be vulnerable to. He's the right person that will help you in your weakness. He just wants you to invite him into that weakness. God's strength in weakness. God is the strength of our life. God is the strength of my life. I want you to say, God is the strength of my life. Wherever you are, say this, God is the strength of my life. I can do nothing on my own. God is the strength of my life. Philippians 4.13 says, You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He did not just say you can do all things. You need to be able to do some things through something. (laughs) For example, if you're about to carry like a whole bag of sand and it's so heavy, if you don't, if you do not have enough strength to carry those, you cannot carry them. But because you have, when you have enough strength to carry them, you're carrying them through the strength that you have. You need to be able to achieve a result through something. God is saying here that you can only do all things. You can only overcome that challenge. That weakness can be your strength only through Christ who strengthens you. Verse verse 10 of 2 Corinthians 12 says, That is why for Christ's sake I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As believers, when we begin to see people not treating us right, we are being persecuted for preaching God's word. You're being shunned by a friend just because you're trying to share Jesus. You're not receiving the love that you're giving to people. Paul here is saying that you should delight in those. Delight. Delight in the insults. Delight in the hardship. Delight in the difficulties. And when you feel like like everything is weighing down, cast it down on your father's feet. Cast it down and give it to God. And tell God, I feel this way. I am being persecuted for this. I am trying to show love, but I am not receiving the love. I am... I feel tired of doing this. And then when you begin to be vulnerable with him and tell him how you feel, what's going on in your heart, he begins to work on the inside and he begins to instill the strength that you need for that time. He begins to instill the strength that you need in that particular weakness. You cannot do anything on your own. Paul says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. For when you are weak, for when you are weak, 
then you are strong. The question is, you know, it's actually really funny to know that when I am weak, then I am strong. I'm like, what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what are you trying to say, right? But God is saying here that when we are weak does not mean God is weak. Instead, it's the opposite. When we are weak, our God is strong. And because we are children of God, he gives us his strength directly to work in that weakness, to work in those difficult times, to work in those difficult times. God wants us to boast in your suffering and not the things we think we've achieved. So many of us boast in what in everything we've achieved, in being the most hardworking um, employee, in being the most talented person, in being the in being the best teacher, in being the best doctor, in being an A student, in being one of the best in 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 whatsoever your your trade is right now. He wants us to boast in our sufferings. He wants us to boast in that weakness that we are scared to tell people. That when it happens, that all we can say is, Father, I know this is my weakness. But I know that we boast in this weakness. And when Paul means boast, it does not mean you should go ahead and tell people, Yeah, um, yes, I'm this. I don't care. You can, you can, you can say whatever you like about me. Or about. God is saying, it just means give it to God. Tell God that this is what it is this is what i am struggling with it wants you to come to that state of humility and vulnerability when we both in our sufferings god's glory can be revealed unto men when people see that this is who we used to be and see who we are now because of God's transformation in our life. They can, they will only know that this could be, that this can only be God and nothing else. They will only know that this is the, oh, this is the power of God and nothing else. Your strength again, like I said earlier, is not found in motivational speeches. If whatsoever motivational speeches or motivational songs you are listening to, listening to that is not rooted in the word of God and you think that is where your help comes from, the Bible says, I will look to the hills from where cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord Jesus who made heaven and earth. From where cometh your strength? In that time of weakness, your strength comes from the Lord Jesus who made heaven and earth. If what you are listening to that you think is motivating you is not rooted and deepened into the word of God, then it is nothing. It is just taking you back to where you were before. God needs you to be, to show your weakness to him. He needs you to be real, real, be real. You don't have to be you don't have to be fake in in the presence of your father. You don't have to be who you are not in the presence of your father. Why? Because he already knows you from the inside out. It's just like it's just like, you know, telling someone a lie that already knows the truth about you. Like 
you know when you know when you're just listening to a lie and you're just patiently and comfortably listening when you already know the truth about a person god doesn't want you to be that way and you're just like oh this is wow i, I didn't know that meanwhile you already knew <laughs> i'm sure there is a there is that person that we've come across in our life before that's the person just begins to say all the whole lies and you already know the truth and you're just really comfortably listening because you already know the truth. God doesn't want you to be that person in his presence. God wants you to be real. God wants you to express your weakness. God wants you to be vulnerable so that he can give you his strength. When you're trying to hide that weakness, that is when pride comes in. You, be you begin to act, act a character of who you're not. God's strength cannot be expressed if you're not weak or if there is no weakness. If there is no humility in your heart. Each person on this planet Earth has a weakness. You that is listening to this, I know there is a weak, there is something you're struggling with. There is something you might you might think there is nothing. But that is when you need to go to God and ask, what is that weakness? What is that thing that I don't even know I'm struggling with? Sometimes I don't, I don't even know I'm struggling with something, not until God reveals it to me. Sometimes I, I don't even know I'm thinking about something, not until God reveals it to me. That you're actually thinking about this, but you don't even know you're thinking about this. And that's because it has gone so far. It's because we are weak. That is why God said, His strength is made perfect. There is nothing that can be perfect in our weakness than His strength. His strength is the most perfect thing in our weakness. There is nothing else you need. His strength is all you need. His strength is all you need. There is nothing. He died on the cross for you so that you may live. His strength is all you need. There is nothing you can do on your own. Surrender that weakness to Him today. Surrender that thing you're struggling with behind closed doors that makes you cry yourself to sleep. Please surrender it to him today and let him just take over your life. Let him heal your heart. Invite him into your weakness. Mark my word, he's going to help you when you begin to, when you begin to invite him into your weakness each day. He's going to help you. Because I have tasted of it and I have seen it. He is going to help you. He is going to help you. Before you go, say this. Repeat this after me. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Say it again. For when I am weak, then I am strong. For when I am weak, then I am strong.
I have decided to invite Christ into my weakness today. God is my strength. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. Because his grace is sufficient for me. Amen. Yes, his grace is sufficient. There is no other grace better than his. His grace is sufficient. His grace is always there. So whatever the issue may be, God's grace is sufficient. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're going through. Let's just be still in our hearts as as I pray this prayer. Our Father in heaven and our King of kings and the Lord of lords, thank you so much for the hearts that have heard this today. Thank you because I know and you know that someone needed to hear this and someone needs to invite you into their weakness. That whatsoever the situation may be, that their wisdom cannot get them through their weakness. But instead, your strength can get them through, Lord Jesus. And I pray for every heart right now, that they begin to invite you into their weakness in the name of Jesus. That they begin to be, they begin to be vulnerable with you and tell you how they feel or whatsoever that challenge they are going through is. That you begin to work in their heart and instill your strength on the inside of them. That you begin to let them know that your grace is sufficient in whatsoever challenge, whatsoever issues of life that they face. That they begin to understand and know that by, that by. That is not by strength that any man should prevail, but by the Spirit. And they begin to understand that I know that not by power, nor by might, but, that, but by the Spirit, says the Lord of hosts in the name of Jesus. That every heart begins to invite you into their weakness right now. That, that you begin to become their strength in every area of their weakness. In the name of Jesus, that you begin to work in their life. That you begin to work in their life. And when they invite you, they shall see a turnaround. They shall see a divine change in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just bless you because we know that you're working things out for their good. That your grace is sufficient and that your strength is made perfect for this person in their weakness. And that if we just, I just pray for everyone right now that does not know who you are. And has not received you into their hearts. And if you don't know who Jesus is today, and this is your first time of hearing the name Jesus, Jesus is the Son of the Living God that came to earth. He died for our sins. He rose again on the third day, and He came to give us eternal life. If this is your first time hearing who Jesus is, I want you to say this prayer after me Lord Jesus, today I come to you. And I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I ask that you wash me and you cleanse me. I ask that you write my name in the book of life. Show me who you are. Wash me of all my sins. And let me become your child. Today, I confess you. As my Lord and personal Savior, come live in me. Come and reign in me. 
you are Lord of all lords and the King of all kings. Thank you for this privilege. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. If you just said that prayer, welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the family of God where there is peace, even in the midst of the storm. Welcome to God's family. Your name is written in the book of life. There is rejoicing. There is rejoicing. There is rejoicing. The Bible said, with the heart one believes and with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. Your name is written in the book of life now. Continue to live for God. Continue to live for him. And I hope this um, episode has been able to bless you and touch your life. Don't forget, for when you are weak, then you are strong. His grace is sufficient for you. His power is made perfect in weakness. Know this throughout this week. Whatsoever challenge that comes your way, say to that challenge, God's grace is sufficient for me. Whatsoever weakness you face, for when you are weak, then you are strong. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And if you're listening to this part right now, you're listening to me talk right now, thank you so much for staying and waiting to what God has to teach us. We'll be here again every other Saturday. It's not... um. It's not every Saturday, but every other Saturday, bi-weekly, bi-weekly, we'll be here again by the special grace of God to feed from um, from the table of the Father and to hear what God has to say again. I'm so excited and I can't wait to um, meet you all again next time on, on a Saturday like this. God bless you so, so much. Keep staying strong. His grace is sufficient for you. See you next time on another episode. God bless you.